Hello, welcome, welcome to the Ball and All podcast, Game Week 30 review. I'm your host, Flows. BNF, Ben No Filter. MK in the building. Join us on Twitter at BNA Podcast. And if you want to join the conversation, it's hashtag BNA Podcast. Man, them, weekend of football, couple, couple incidents. Before we get down into the football itself, what would you do if you were Jack Grealish? I'd do exactly what you did, kept it professional. Didn't pay no mind to it. Kept his football going. Paid ah, off for him. Pussy. Why, why would you keep it fresh? Me, what, if I was in Greenlish's position, what I would have done is I would have turned around, grabbed this guy, punched him one time in the face and then held him up so that you're not getting done for anything more. I would have punched the shit out of him, man. What the fuck? You're, you're a professional player. You're... I don't give a damn. No, it's no, your no, conduct, no. isn't it? You're not allowed to do it. They're not allowed to do it. That's no, no, because don't. look, if I was Legally, that... that's self-defence though. If he only hit him one time just but... to make sure he's... Subdued or pacified, you could argue self defense. Okay, what about that PM that got egg on him? <laughs> Press call, yeah, punch the dude. Like, exactly, come on, eating. What happened to Professionally, you're not, yeah, but you're not allowed to do it. That's the thing. That's why he didn't do anything. Even that, I just thought, oh, it just, it, it, I don't know, it just blindsided him. So, no, but come on, look, as a player, if you would have, if you would have punched that guy and you would have got what the referee, if the referee gives you a red card, what I would have done, I would have just sat on the pitch, laid down, and said, I'm not going off and I would have told my teammates you're not playing no more and that is it I would have told them literally nothing's happened this is in the ninth minute I get them to postpone the game man it's nonsense like you can't nah the players can't do that what if if your team wouldn't follow you off the pitch though bro (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying what if your team no, were like nah, punch bro, them all just, up, go, just go just go no, punch them all up but you know what James Tavernier for Rangers yeah 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 he, he did some. he kind of grabbed the player um, the, yeah yeah the so and, the guy, but... you know he was holding him like what are you trying to do and then you know the police came and got the dude but alright so what are the wider implications of this though what should clubs be doing like in my mind from what I've seen should clubs be looking at stewards you know what? Whose fault is this? Whose fault is it's this? It's the fan. First of all, it is his fault. He's of course, a, of course, it's, of course. But you know, there's always gonna be those guys. The, so. What I think is, it's like anything. Like even with general things that happen in life, crime, whatever it is, it's the consequences. If people know if you do something out of whatever you're supposed to be doing, you get something serious. Not just a ban. I don't mm. know something like in yeah, this but, case, you've punched a player, criminal offence, stuff like that. Like something that. Fully deter you from doing it. That's okay. one thing. No, but that happens. But we all know that knowing you get a criminal offence or jail time or whatever doesn't deter people from doing stuff. So what is it? You got to look at the wider implication. Why is all this happening? It's the same thing. Why racism is on the ha- up, uprise in UK? It's to do with Brexit. Brexit. You can't blame football clubs for Brexit. Like no, I'm no, saying, no. You can't... I'm not saying the football clubs. It's to do with Brexit, though. But you sound like who them sooners <laughs> with Pogba. Like, oh, what the hell? It's Brexit. <laughs> no, that's no, that's Dude. that's not that. It, no, just blame it on Brexit. Yeah, no. and that, that, that's 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 simplicity. But obviously, the whole thing of since since the whole run up to Bre- to the referendum and all that, people got brave. People have like the whole. This is why racism has gone up because of the whole uh, the notion of. We're British, we can do this. And it's the same thing. It's gone onto the pitch. And it's not just in England, in Scotland, in wherever. Bear fans have been running on and it's just picking up. But even if Brexit is the cause, stopping Brexit wouldn't be the solution. There was football hooliganism before Brexit. Do clubs... So should Birmingham be facing some action for this? I don't know if the club should face it. Like, it it seems too extreme for me. Like, I think we've had some similar sort of discussion before where... I said, in that case, unless you know for a fact, unless that fan is linked to the club directly, not just someone calling himself a fan. Yes, Birmingham should. And same with the Arsenal fan that ran on, Arsenal should face something. Yeah, but like and what? Whichever, That's the question. A fine? They should admit, no. What? Well, fans, as we've seen, they're, dis- they're disproportionate and they don't really affect, like, Money United get fined, it's, it's peanuts to them. So it has to be duck points. That... And that's how it's got to be. Now, all right, I'd say dock points is probably harsh for like a one-off incident. But and for you saying that the club shouldn't face any shouldn't face any action, I surely think... it's a failing of their staff, i.e., yeah. their stewards or the people that have hired and they've brought in. So it's a failing on their part. They're the ones that hired. You know, they're supposed to be hi- hiring these vetted people that they know that are going to do stuff. 
Um, so, all right. So, does, do the stewards need to be punished then? What, what, like, what e- do we do to tighten e- this e- up? Either that, or this another. It's, it's a form of prevention. Mm-hmm. How do we not get fans on the pitch? The stewards are not always going to chase and put a fence around. I don't know if you're still allowed to do that. You're they have that in other countries. Bro, you're talking about going back to like the sixties and seventies where they had barbed wire and shit in the in, the, in the stadiums. That, like, that's do we a want bit to return to that? Barbed wire, but, but I'm saying, does that not prevent it? From no, well, that's what I was going to say. We got to go to like what Spain and that do. Put a wiring around the thing. As, as much as we don't want it, has to be done. That's a full prevention. Put, put a whole wiring around because you don't need stewards to be. I don't know. I seen I seen Ronaldo get hugged bare times on the pitch, bro. Like that was that hundred percent foolproof. I seen I seen bare man running in on league games as well. Yeah, but it's not all the pitches. Some of them, but I'm saying that is a full prevention. You don't really get people running on in those stadiums. So in terms of that, you can't if you're because the only person complaining really is the stewards. But they're just more or less doing the job of offense. If this keeps happening, the FA got to step in and be like, you know what, the fines are not working because they're peanuts to clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, dot, dot points that's what they got to do what about closed door games as well I've hit them in the pocket if they can't sell tickets to the games no that's long it could work but it doesn't it stops for a moment in time then thing. Yeah. I think dot points just say obviously looking at the fan that went on for the Man United Arsenal game yeah that docks Arsenal three points or three points or more, <laughs> that will be that that, 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 that hits them that hits them hard. I'm pretty sure you that, that, that I'm pretty sure you got biased motives for that. That does like, sound biased at all. Yeah, like, yeah, let's dock Arsenal three points. In fact, let's dock them thirty points and make sure they're out of the running for top four. That's what we need in this game today. But all right, let's move on to Arsenal United. Um, obviously, it was a big game in terms of the top four competition, and now we're looking at Ole's first loss in the league. Does this affect the? Does this affect the the, uh, the social love fest? Does this change opinions? Is he still the man for the job? Oh, definitely. In terms of man for the job, I think he is still the man for the job, given what he's done previously, like the the, the runs and how he's out tactic certain teams. The min, well, the win or comeback versus PSG midweek. These are all enough to tell you he's got enough to, you know, do the job. But for this game, personally. No filtering, not 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 Ole's fault. I just think the hype from midweek probably just got to them. And then from watching the first half, you know, they kind of went for it, but they were slow. Magic just come back. Second half, you know, Arsenal just tightened up. Yeah, now, to kind of go with your thing, it doesn't affect Ole. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the midweek affected this game, United obviously beating PSG and going through, they were clearly on the high and they relaxed. Arsenal getting a guy sent off and getting beat, that affected the thing. And they obviously focused up and obviously they were they were more geared up because of their defeat. And that those results affected this game and United were too lax. They were too lax coming out at the beginning and they just Arsenal had that extra edge that pushed them and that was that's all that was different. I think thing. that's all it is. Because yeah. they have the extra luck with the goal. Um I think in general mm. the whole the whole feel of the whole thing, like I mean, the chances Lukaku miss. If those are gone in, they'll yeah. be because they'll, it wouldn't have been like a United didn't deserve it because the clear cut chances almost. But it was just on Arsenal side side um, this game. First loss, you learn and you move on. Arsenal need to, you know, keep this going for them. <laughs> the penalty, like is it obviously soft, but these are these are chances that you take. In this, if it was the other way around, we would have taken it. So. Yeah, Arsenal is the, the lock was just on their side this time. So moving over to the other strikers, Lacazette and Aubameyang. Apart from one getting the penalty and one scoring the penalty, they also didn't really. They, again, both of them on the pitch, not really doing much together, not having an impact on the game. Mm, you know what? Their tactic only worked because they got that early goal. Yeah, that's what that's I'm the saying. only yeah. thing. It worked because of that. But then obviously, then going up one up, it works because of the tactics that Emery de- deployed. He kept in like when United were attacking, uh, Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Ozil stayed up front. They didn't. They did. They did not track back, and because of that, it always kept the threat going forward. And United looked nervous every time they came forward, and that the tactic worked. And another on another day, it may not work, but for today, it was spot on and it worked. So you can't even fault him. Also, another reason was some rare form from Bernd Leno. Is he finally showing his levels? I mean, you see. Over the last, you know, he's had the Tottenham game with his double saves, a few saves. 
He's a uh, Lukaku tried to do. He tried to boof on him. Tried to run around the keeper. He thought he did it to boof on so he could do it to Leno. It didn't work. Are we are we seeing uh, an Arsenal number one keeper here who is going to make that spot his own now? Well, he's the only one they got. I mean, Czech was <laughs> there midweek and conceded three against Red. So, but yeah, he did. He did. He, uh, people mentioned Xhaka being the man on the match. I thought it was between him and Leno because Leno saves were crucial. And he, yeah. I mean, in time we'll see. But it's still early for him. But definitely in this game, he showed. Uh, you know, he's got he's got the moxie. <laughs> he's got the moxie. old school words, yeah. He's got that pizzazz. <laughs> Obviously, this game had a uh, had a big impact on the race for top four. Uh, another team in the top four, Chelsea, up against Wolves, ended up one all. Um, Wolves executed a pretty good game plan. It worked for ninety two minutes, the same way they would uh, just sit back, withstand the pressure, and then push forward. Can Wolves keep? Jota and Jimenez over the summer. Yes. Jota, yes. I don't know about Jimenez. Actually, wait, is Jota one more? Or is he permanent side? No, he's permanent. He's permanent. Yeah, so Jota, yeah. They're keeping him. You but Jimenez, keep him? <laughs> I don't think they're keeping him, you know. Because as we all see from fantasy football, pretty much everybody's got Jimenez, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These guys yeah. getting points after three. He's either getting a goal or assist. And the way them two are linking up, they linked up in the Cardiff game, bang on. Two times they linked up. This one again, it was them two. They linked up. That was it. Because they turned up just to defend. Defend the nothing Sarri was going on that. They had no... They turned up not to play. But no, Jota and Jimenez decided, we want to play, but we'll play on our terms. And <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So, yeah, that, I, they will struggle to keep hold of him. He's on loan. He'll go somewhere else. Moving over to the other side, Sarri Ball seems to be working to a point again. Um, obviously, this has kind of put a halt on the train again. He started playing Cheek and Adoy as his subs rather than the Kovacic Barkley axis. Um, you know, how important are those guys going to be in the face of this transfer ban? Well, they need to rely on them. <laughs> they need to rely on them and they need to rely on the millions of other guys they've got out on loan. He'd <laughs> bring them back. That's as it says, is the. Ban affecting them this summer or well they this week appeal it? Yeah, well this week they, their appeal was well no they were their appeal was still going through but they were told that the appeal would not uh, postpone it. the ban. Okay, fair enough. Wait, on that, I I hate Chelsea to bits, but one <laughs> thing I got to start I got to stand up for them on this one. It's a little bit unfair that they that FIFA told them they're not going to uproot like when they've done so in the past. No, because, yeah, because the fact that like, electrical they got it done. Was it uh, Real Madrid? They got it postponed. Quite Barcelona a few other teams. Well. Yeah, Barcelona. So they, they've had it done, but then Chelsea haven't. And this is the case. I don't know if this is the case because this is Chelsea's second time because they had the Gail Kakuta one. Yeah, the Kaku one. Which I don't was know, 10 I, years I, ago. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of that, but it does seem to me a little bit against the, the typical, they don't like English teams and that type of agenda. I don't know. But or the, like, I don't know how, like, again, how deeply have you looked into this? Is there not factors maybe that Because obviously it's in the appeals process, factor. there's framework. There's a legal framework. So. It's, a, it's a simple factor. I'm surprised you didn't call up on it. You've said it a few times. It's Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, because like what? What we're looking at is... Well, FIFA is worldwide, not just... Still, this is great Brexit. Like, Brexit, yeah. <laughs> like Chelsea are losing. They're losing Hazard this summer. They have to be. His contract runs out next year. He's not signing no new contract. So they're going to have to sell him. If the band does hold up, they're not getting in a replacement. So Hudson Odoi's got to be their new guy. He's, <laughs> he's got to be their new hey, guy. But, <laughs> but at January, he had 18 months. He's got 17 months or 16 months left now. He's going to run it down. He clearly yeah, wants, he's going to go. Well. So he's not a guy to build the team around. So obviously they're having problems. Is Higuain working? I think... <laughs> It's 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 a case of sorry ball. It, it, like when you see the chances he gets, he can score goals from that. It's just how they play. And if you play a team like Wolves, the way they played in the first half, it's going to be very difficult for him. But my guys only scored what three goals: two against Huddersfield, one against Fulham, the two bottom teams in the league. So, like I said, it's sorry ball. If if the way he's been playing or the team's been playing under his, I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's not an excuse because mm. Higuain's used to sorry ball. My, my point, oh, yeah. it's not, it's not <laughs> no, but I'm saying, you know, but we all know it's not fully working. That's my point. It's not fully it, working. When he's got a good chance that you go in and finish, you've seen him score. For me, goals. the telling point is being not just in this game, well, it happened in this game and in other games, 
when Jorginho got subbed off, the, the, the way the Chelsea fans cheered, they don't like him. And that is affecting... He's, he's not playing to the ability that he should be. So that is affecting Chelsea. So I think it, they need to find a solution for that. How do they, yeah. move, they move into another place or what? I don't know. Yeah, because what I'm saying is, is this guy really either been an upgrade on, say, Giroud? Or even Murata? Has he been an upgrade? Really, in terms of what's what's coming out of the what's what the team to is getting extent, out of him. I mean, he's got older. Okay, just look at stats in general: six games, three goals. Not bad. Yeah, against whack teams, though. They weren't going to get miracles from him. They expected to get goals, but as we said, Wolves are just they decide to play a defensive game till the end. And the yeah. end, you know, the second half they got a goal. Chelsea just had to keep pushing, and they got a goal in the end from their main dude as a. But yeah. <laughs> Don't let me start on that guy. No, I'm not Hazard, your brethren. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's down to how Sarri's been playing the game. I think everyone's seen Iguain's talent. So it's not like, oh, he's not doing it. It's just a case of the way they play doesn't... It's not really doing it well for Sarri. And in this end, Iguain. So come the end of the season, you know, we're very close to the end of the season. Is he worth being a permanent fixture there? No, I think he's too old. They need to get like a Jimenez. Get someone young, fresh, ready to go. Morata was good, but Morata fully wasn't fit. But someone like Jimenez, he knows the league already. But you can't play this stupid Sarri ball, I don't think. <laughs> then what's the point of getting Jimenez if you can't play Sarri ball? <laughs> get rid of Sarri. <laughs> Obviously, this draw, um, it hasn't really dented Chelsea's hopes of top four, but you know they've still got the game in hand. Um, somebody whose hopes might have been dented with the run of form that they're on, Tottenham. Um, Southampton Tottenham last week I was talking about how Pochettino didn't really have many options but he used his options today Ali was back oh sorry yesterday Ali came back in Mora started he drops on and still nothing What? what is what's the issue what's the issue he hasn't got the moxie <laughs> uh, I don't know it's, it's just it's, they've run out of steam that's what I see because there's a lot of laps of concentration but the chances they had they could have gone two three goals up well, just throwing away, I don't know, in the space of what? Five, six minutes? Yeah, but was yeah. it Tottenham run out of steam or was Southampton just the better team that ended? But, but, but that's all related because I think they mm-hmm. run out of steam mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Southampton just kept it going. I mean, talking about Southampton, obviously this is the second relegation threatened team that they've lost to. Uh, they lost 2-1 to Berlin and lost 2-1 to Southampton. Is it a case of Tottenham kind of downed tools? Did they think they were safe? And obviously, you got Burnley and Southampton fighting for their lives. Are Tottenham getting complacent? No, nah, they've just been generous. Been Robin Hood, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, They're not stealing points from anyone to give to the poor, so are they Robin Hood? <laughs> just giving points out of their own pocket. Like, if they were stealing from the top teams, I could understand. Oh, I'll tell you who's been generous, though. Danny Rose. I don't know what the hell he was thinking on the six yard line. It's like three no, no, of them, right? No, on that one you can you can give Sanchez a black. He was right next to yeah, the Vitongan, big half a black, but Vitongan, no, no, yeah, but Rose, but, but Rose, the ball came to him Rose was the and he one, stepped though. he deliberately stepped over it thinking he was gonna he tell it. This is what I'm, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. They I don't know what he was thinking, but he's like, a lost guy on that I don't know. It was yeah, it was a weird one. It was it was that's Danny Rose. That's why he, that's that's why nobody wants him anymore. Like the guy's been suspect from day. But I think like any other team, mm. although you can say the players, the manager as well. Pochettino's name has been touted in so many big clubs now. Even United before Real Madrid before, you know, in the um, Christmas period. At this point, Tottenham have lost so how many points have they dropped? They've got was it one point from what? Twelve. Twelve. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's all down to him getting his players going. At the moment, he's not he's not making it happen. Yeah, but similar to what I said about United before, is this not a case with Tottenham going through in the Champions League? They've let that bit of complacency get in, and that's affected them. But this was before. This has been going on since before Champions League, though. It this has, has been but going on since before I Champions think, League. I think this one is this game was affected because they they started the game well and they could have been out of sight, but they just didn't take their chances properly. And also, let's not forget, we've said plenty of times before, like there were a few times in the game preceding this bad run, you could kind of see it coming. There were a few games where they scraped the wins or they scraped the draws where you were like, if they carry on like this, then 
it's going to cause issues and they've carried on well, this and it's causing issues. This is the thing. That was, at some point, Kane wasn't playing. Son wasn't playing. Mm. Ali wasn't playing. They're all there now. So what's your excuse? Right. That's my, Dyer is back. Like, almost everyone's back. Well, so when, when, um, when Kane wasn't playing and it was oh. Son, that's when they were grabbing through the mm. 1-0 wins or 2-1 wins. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. edging it. It's when Kane has come back, they've not done, about when we're in the Champions League win, they've not done well. They've, they've not, I don't know if it's something to do with the way Kane playing, yeah, Kane playing with um, with Son. They're not. I don't know if they're not linking up well now, but something needs to be fixed there. Could you see them dropping out of top four, or you think that they're they're, 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 they're going to soar up either third or fourth this place? This is the thing. Anyone thought they could? They would be very close to the top two, but mm-hmm. where they are now, who's to tell? Like, I wouldn't expect them to lose this game. Yeah. No way, no yeah. how. So, is 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 anyone's guess now? I don't know what. They're playing at. They're, maybe they'll rejuvenate themselves seeing how close, you know, Chelsea, United, Arsenal are, but the way they're playing now, I'm not so sure. To answer that, it all depends on who they're playing next and who, like, the title running. Because, well, not title running, but the, <laughs> the, the third place running. Fourth, uh, fourth and third. That depends on if Tottenham get there, if they well, fall out or the other teams coming. We know who the next game is, right? Liverpool. Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool away so that's a loss that's a loss that's a loss you never know actually alright let me throw this out there whatever happens to Tottenham has a direct effect on whether United finish in the top four <laughs> but also there's a chance Liverpool could win the Premier League <laughs> Liverpool or Tottenham in this game I'm a draw Liverpool to win Liverpool to win yeah really because at the end of the day, I want United to be Champions League, so I don't care about... Liverpool can Liv- win it, I don't care. Like if they, if they win it, they win it, but I'm hoping City have enough. So You say Liverpool to win? Nah, Liverpool to win the game against... Not even a draw? Not even a draw? Nah, no, win. because... So what if Liverpool nah, win and then they go on to win the title? Because if if there's a draw in that game and United win, then it's still... We're still one point behind them. I don't want that. So you don't have enough faith that United can make up that one point. No, but it's just because the thing is, it's still not. It's not in our own hands. So even so, even if we level, we just got to then get our goal difference up. So for me, let Liverpool win. Okay, now, Man City will deal with them anyway. Now we're talking like United fans wanted to see which how. What that's why I asked though. That's no, no, it's a good question. What demise want to happen? So in this case, <laughs> we want Liverpool to feel that close and lose it, or. Drop the points now, and then we could just say, "Ha ha, you fucked it." Yo, if you if you if you had to push me all the way, and I had to choose between Liverpool winning and United missing the season of the Champions League, Ooh. miss that season of the Champions League all day long. <laughs> miss nah, that season. Nah, I, I don't mind United chance. missing one season of the Champions League if it means that Liverpool were not going to win the title. All oh, right, the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Understand. It's, I mean, it's not foregone conclusion. Like hands, it's so. not a foregone conclusion, but I didn't think that there is a. United end up in Champions League next year. We can win the title. Next, we can actually go for the title. There you go. But if we're in the Europa League, we got no chance. But what? Okay. Yeah, what about yeah. Southampton? Southampton, United. They scored two goals against United. Now they've beaten Tottenham by what two goals again? Armstrong, two free kicks. No, <laughs> yeah, bro. No, Armstrong. Ward Prowse. Yeah, I was sorry. gonna say Ward Prowse. Yeah. Bro, Ward Prowse. Like the minute he stepped up, I was like, boy. This is this is happening. That guy is practicing free clicks like a madman. Um, and obviously Valerie again, Valerie yeah. coming in and, and and doing the business. Um, I guess what Southampton is just looking like a team renewed. But is it another false dawn? Because under uh, Hassan Hutel, they win some games. Obviously, don't forget they beat Arsenal. Remember, they win some games and then they just start losing again. Win some more games, start losing again. So. We'll see what happens. On top of the relegation, so we'll see. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's a very good result, but it means very little now that Cardiff, uh, you know, Cardiff won, Newcastle won. It kind of doesn't really put them any safer. Um, Let's move on. We were talking about Tottenham and Liverpool. We'll move on to the Liverpool game. Liverpool-Burnley, obviously, they won 4-2. Klopp finally got an actual windy day. And he doesn't have the windy day excuse. He doesn't need I'm it. Sur- I'm <laughs> surprised because there was actually four seasons in one day. And he didn't go- <laughs> they won, so he didn't get to complain. In general, Liverpool, they weren't firing at all cylinders, but they won comfortably in the end. Mm-hmm. So they, they keeping that momentum on, on City, but 
I don't know. I, I just still don't see it's a better team than if a better team turned up against than Burnley. I don't know. There's something about Liverpool that will they will they would have buckled. Part of their buckling is down to Salah. I know he got an assist, but his dry spell continues. Is he? It seems like he's turning out that he's not reliable. I'm not saying he's not good. He's good, but it seems like he the pressure's getting to him and he can't lead Liverpool. He's supposed to be the guy. He's the guy for Liverpool. He's their, like, their Ronaldo figure, if you will. He's supposed to be leading them to this title, but he's gone missing when they need him most. But if you're looking at it from a team, team perspective, where one drop, someone else picks up, like we say most of the time. Mm-hmm. So where he's dropped, man, he's picked up. So technically, even if he was leading and getting a goal here and there, they could still they could still leak in a goal or two. In terms of their losses, it wasn't down to how Salah's played. It's just down to the team in general. I'm I'm not saying it's not, but I guess should that guy was, that guy should be the guy that when you you when know you when need, your back's getting yeah. when you need him, he should be That's reliable. Like, last season, he was the one doing that. I guess yeah. in those stalemate sort of games, and this season it's not. But right. ain't that just down to where he's been played? Because because the fact he's, but that's the because last the fact season, he's he was wide. playing wide. But, yeah. And now he's back wide. No, so he, he scored no, he, some goals he, from no, wide he, this he season. He started wide, but then they moved him central. central. And Why then not? that's when he was banging in the majority of goals. And last now, season. yeah, nah, towards the end of last season, he was moved central. Yeah, but and he was still he was banging, banging goals all the way through this season. He was moved central. He's had chances this season, which he's just been fluffing his chances. So, also, he has played wide this season and still scored goals. No, no, he he also scored. There's no excuse. He's been lackluster in some of his attempts, but. It's no coincidence that the person, whoever plays middle, is scoring the most I do most agree goals. to some extent, which is what I think I've mentioned that before in the sense that his best playing time for this season in particular was when he was playing the middle. But for some reason, he's been switched wide and it's like, oh God, he's not playing as well as he used to. Put him back in the middle and then, you know, see what happens. Because in the end, Firmino did get two goals, but it's not, it's not a... Central figure, no, I don't think. If, if you go back to the very beginning of the season, hmm. uh, again, Salah was on wide and Mane like, was... Well, in in one of the, in the earlier parts, I was even saying Mane would be the mo- the main focus in Liverpool. He'd get more than Salah. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, then they switched him central. So it, it all depends on positioning. And then, uh, majority, like, Firmino would be in and out of that team. And he's the guy that keeps that glue together. He actually works the thing, and because he's been in and out with injuries and stuff, that has affected the way the whole they the way they all play. And obviously, with with him out of the team, then because they brought Ricky in and Salah going to the thing, that is disrupted them. That's what's well. That's what's been in the run why they've gone from first to second. But should he not be able to? Do, I mean, like they've literally moved him like five feet to the right. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but if you, if you watch it, his they chances, interchange. His chances on on goal, they're not that many. I have Salah in my team, fantasy football, so I'm always watching him. Like, I see them running towards the goal. I'm like, why is this guy still out wide? Get in the box, get in. But I guess that's what he's been told to play. Sometimes he gets in the box and he gets a chance. He still fluffs it, but more more time he's just wide. Then he's not getting getting in those chances. Alright, well, um, I'm watching the game, uh, somebody who came in and had a very good game, uh, Lalana. obviously he, he played well, obviously he didn't have direct impacts with the, the goals or assists or anything, but he's played well, but for me, again, it begs the question, what's happening with Shakiri? In the last six games, he's only played 19 minutes, which was in the uh, United match. Because you mentioned it last week, and I'm just thinking, it, it, there must be some truth to it, fair enough, they won this 4-2. Fair, fair enough, it's cool, but in games where they needed him before, they didn't, and I don't know what's happened. Because in this situation where, you know, you, Salah's not doing what he's done, and you play him, in, like I said last week, put, put him in the middle, mm. Shakiri comes in. But I guess in this case, they don't need him, but when they do need him, if he doesn't come on, it will be, like I said, it will be down to Klopp being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dick and Will that cost them the title, though? I think it can. And as it stands, with the, the gap that they've is closed and taken over now, it's all due to whatever changes they haven't made and drawn points where they shouldn't have. I think it all comes down to what weather is for the rest of the season. <laughs> but we've seen, but that's the thing. Now that we've seen them win on a windy day, can he use that excuse again? <laughs> that, <laughs> yes. that excuse is done, right? That excuse is finished. Like, he can't come back and say wind. Maybe it was a windy day in Anfield, so it's all good. You're right? saying it's, <laughs> it's going to... It's a problem. Rest of, uh, that it's Liverpool coming to, we're coming to springtime. 
towards somewhere it's going to be sun in it next <laughs> <laughs> alright they still got Tottenham to play as well isn't it sun oh, <laughs> oh my god if we don't cut that bit out of the pod I apologise you had to listen to that I <laughs> do I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry like leaving that let's just move on to the guys that they are now chasing the guys they were leading now they were chasing uh, City versus Watford uh, first thing that was never, that was immediately clear when they announced the lineups was that uh, Watford prioritising the FA Cup uh, seven changes I believe including you know Dini wasn't there. Uh, some of the guys that haven't even like Britos coming in, who's hardly played any any football, especially in in league terms this season. Um, a good de- was was it the right decision? Is it the right decision? Well, it depends what you're going for. In the end, Watford looked at the game and probably thought they're probably going to beat us anyway. Might as well get a few of these guys get their legs going, whatever. But the first half they played alright. They proper held their shape. They really did for a while, and then. Second half comes in and it's a different game, but all because of one dodgy goal. So for you guys, it's no, no, wait, be, before you get to that, what? did they actually did Watford play well or Man City just crap? No, no, no I think Watford played well. No, I think Watford well. played well. They played well on the counter. Man City were they were not clinical because they had chances, they just were not clinical, and so they could have it could have been out of that. Second half, they were more clinical, but as Ben was saying, about anything. No, but as Ben was saying, they it was that. As what, um, well, as the commentator said, that luck that Pep decided not to. I don't think it's luck. I think City were going to win it anyway, but at the same time, like I said, with a team like that, I mean, before the game, I sent you a message saying, well, City just literally got, I thought I Aguero would get a hat trick, like they're going to bang in goals for fun. But watching the game, they were very organised, Watford. City were wasting a few chances here and there, but that's, that's what happens when you've got so many people in the box, it can put you off. And the way they're proper pressing them and that. There's nothing could do. Yeah, that was my point. Is it not that they were not clinical? I don't think... It's not that they were clinical because they were being lazy or they were having an off day. Watford forced them into taking those half chances or shooting from those awkward positions. I think, again, the same way that uh, Wolves did with Chelsea, it's the same thing yeah, that Watford Aguero did. Aguero missing a header from six yards up. Not even... No one marked him. Aguero did miss the... He no, missed he, a header. He did miss a header. Silver, there was a header from Silver six, as well, yeah. They both six, missed headers. They both missed headers. Six yards out. No one... No defender around you and you put it wide. Because he's That's snatching at it. Because he knows Watford have been closing it down. It wasn't even snatched. He had the time... He had the world... You're only time. upset because he's your captain. Yeah. You <laughs> fuck Relax. But still, I'm just saying... Okay, let's talk about the goal. That's what I'm saying. Offside or not, it doesn't make sense to me because. So what? Phase one and phase two is is what we're. Yeah, what no, we're that doesn't even have phase one, phase two. It's just basically one. He's offside. Fair enough. Come. It's gone to a girl. He's passed it. The guy you're passing to is offside. That's one. Now you're saying the defender is trying to clear it, and now the ball he's trying to clear is gone off the player. That's offside, or more or less, he's interfering with the play there. Because if he's not offside because the defender's going, that means that um, Aguero missed past it. But clearly, you do that. Then we bring it back to contradicting football, fantasy football, where they said um, Aguero gets the assist for that goal because the ball ended up with his intended pass. So that means he intended to give it to Sterling, who is offside. So it contradicts the Premier League and their fantasy football are contradicting it. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Bruv, I don't think we can use fantasy football and no, they're trying to give people points as No, 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 not like that. But they are, it, it's, it's part of, it's the official league system they're using yeah but it's not like Scudamore's running it bro. <laughs> like, they're, they're, no, they're no, using no, their no. own rules no, first, first to make up their, their understanding no, of no. why and no, no, with, with, with the fantasy football since the goal was given they have to they have, they to, have to give somebody an assist yeah because they did it in the uh, was, they, they did it in the Liverpool the, game the, as well the defender kicked it onto um, Sterling yeah but it was going no it's like I might have to go back and check it but I'm pretty sure the fantasy football rules are basically just whoever the last player on your team was to touch it beforehand they, they grant them the assist in, 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 in terms of points mm-hmm. like obviously in, in, that's why it's like contradicting but in, okay so yeah. stick it to the real football as it stands shouldn't should that not have been disallowed for me yeah it should have been because even they, some they, of the refs they, they tried to say uh, he was offside, but the only reason he came outside was because the play, the ball was played on him. But it contradicts the whole rule of he actually went for the ball, so he's already interfering with play. So it should have been off, but they come up with some bullshit rules. So nah. they need to define what the hell the offside rule is, and if you if it means 
if you're up like VAR next year, that's off. That's disallowed straight away. Yeah, so don't worry about it then, innit? <laughs> it's just a case of now we're just waiting for VAR to come in. Yeah, but Ray is to hat trick Sterling though. Yeah. After that goal, it was just light work from there. I mean, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would say that all these offsides and wrong decisions are just coming in that they're just doing it on purpose to try and make people work on VAR more, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist like that. With VAR, though, <laughs> i got to say that. Is it, a, is it a thing or... Like, last, last season and stuff, when there was no talk of VAR, decision, the decisions weren't as bad as this, were they? Is it a case that referees are sometimes, I don't know, giving up? I'm making things even no, it wasn't, but the talk wasn't as bad as this is it, is it only because we know VAR is coming around the corner or what no bro it's because we always romanticise the past <laughs> it's like where they say that you know like oh 10 years ago people weren't diving in football people were always diving in football no, no, even back as far as the 90s people were diving in football but this but... is literally every single week there's something though it's there's just something all something the time something just more or less a penalty shot here and there Aguero was offside and they let it go I mean the ball went in the back of the net against United Tottenham and we <laughs> it was disallowed Tottenham and it was a Carroll yeah yeah you know what I mean so this shit happens in football all the time it's just in this instance you just think come on a simple thing like you actually saw him offside now you're trying to say oh he kicked it on his leg oh come on get out of here he's offside interfering that's it done but as it stands Man City are on course to retain the title they are Let's move down to the bottom end of the table. Uh, the fight back of the weekend award goes to Newcastle. 2-0 down against Everton, ending up 3-2. My question is, what happened? Pickford. That's what happened. What, that happened in every game that Newcastle has won so far? No, no, that, that's what happened <laughs> in this game, Pickford. Yeah, no, that, that but <laughs> Newcastle's spirited fight. No, no, Pick, Pickford, number one, like, he got lucky with that, well... The penalty. He died <laughs> at the dude. If it went for that, he changed direction and tried to make it look like an accident. No, he was like. on the cross and then decided to take the man out. You know? Yeah, yeah. But then if it went for the double jeopardy rule, this guy would be out. He would have been sent off. But he got lucky there. But he would. This guy Explain would, the double jeopardy rule for people. If you get. Um, if you get. If you give it. If you give a foul. If you give a penalty away, you cannot be sent off as well at the same time. Yeah. Which. Because the penalty. It, it deems that you've learned your lesson by giving a penalty away. No, but I, I don't actually agree with that rule. If if it's a fu- if it's bad, it's bad. Okay, you said okay. You blame Pickford. So but Pick, Pickford, he, he, the guy was all over the place. Like he did that. Then he had the thing where the where Rondon lobbed him, but hit, went wide, and he's going to the fans and pulling his tongue out because he's an excellent guy, born and bred there. Obviously, that was meaning a lot to him, and he was there, and then. I seen him. I see him memes are saying this T Rex guy with a T Rex body with his arms are too short. Like he needs to get off the bit. They got he was just too hyped, running like doing all over yeah, too that, much. You can't then. blame him for conceding three goals. There's defenders as well. No, you can because I, I, they were his fault. They were his fault. I think the occasion all did the get goals. to him. I, no, yeah, all the goals pretty much. Jesus. <laughs> apart, apart from the last, apart from the actual winner because that was offside, they were all Pickford's fault. But yeah, I think. I do think, yeah, again, with a little bit of showboating and I think he was too eager to to put Newcastle in their place and it, it led to problems. But that, again, is not... Newcastle are in a resurgence because even with Pickford doing that, three or four months ago, Newcastle would never have come back from 2-0 down no matter how bad the goalkeeper was. Um, you can't say it's Almiron because this started before he even got there. But... What what's the reason? Can you can you pinpoint? I'm I've been looking at it and I cannot pinpoint any reason why all of a sudden this mad, mad change. If if anything, I'd say it's Everton. This for for the change, I can't say anything to it. But for this particular game, it's just like you saying with Pickford, maybe his fault. But they kept on plugging away from the second half going. I think maybe Everton two 0 up just got complacent. They don't. What I was going to say at the beginning was they clearly don't know how to hold off a game. Because at the time of the first goal, most of the players were up top. Mm. They only had like four players back and some people trying to trickle back. I'm like, what are you pushing for? Take your time. You're away. 2-0 up. Take your time and, you know, just see the game. Mm. Waste time, more or less. And then maybe last 10 minutes, play about. Because they'll be more eager to get goals. But they, they, they threw it all away. So, talking to your point now, saying that obviously even though it was Pixel's fault, it's a whole team thing. How can an ever a team go from, you know, Holding off Liverpool nil nil 
to now losing a 2-0 lead against a relegation-threatened team. Are, they not are we the, talking tactics? Are we just talking players? Are they not they're consistently inconsistent? They're part of that group. Yeah, <laughs> part they of the are, consistently inconsistent The thing group. is, the pressure against Liverpool, they haven't won that game in, a, in years. So for them to hold back and draw and not even attack, it's there. I know they're tuning a lot, but they were still going, they were still trying to push forward. And the goalkeeper, obviously, again, against Liverpool in the first game, Pitford fucked up big time. So he wasn't going to do that against Liverpool. But in this game, he got carried away with the whole thing. And so he was fucking about, and that's the reason why they fucked up. So and we put it down to inexperience of youth then? <laughs> no, we just put it down to dickhead and Pickford. That's it. <laughs> it's a bit mad. I mean, that win now puts them six points clear of the relegation zone. Topping that relegation zone is Cardiff, who pulled off a shock-ish defeat. Uh, uh, sorry, victory against West Ham. I'm so used to saying Cardiff get defeated. Like it was a bit mad. Um, how pissed off for Cardiff that they won this game? Which, prop, considering their their recent run, which Warnock's saying is like their worst run this season, they managed to pull out a win against West Ham, and it's literally made no difference to them whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Warnock must be fucking fuming right now. He must be pissed because yeah, to Come out of a win like that, and then you look around and see everyone else has won. You will be pissed. Especially with Southampton playing Tottenham, you must have been like, yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, but Burnley know. didn't win, so that's good for them at least. Yeah, yeah no, Burnley, Burnley didn't. Did it well. brings them a little bit, but now Burnley are on the same levels as Southampton. So, again, it hasn't really, it hasn't done that much for them. They're still in the relegation zone and need those two points. I'm surprised, if I'm honest. I'm surprised. I thought with Sol Bamba out, their defence was going to crumble. They kept a clean sheet, got two goals. West Ham, yeah. the team that would definitely terrible. Get just, I swear, in the first half they didn't have any shots. It's like crazy like that. Like, um, they had very few shots. I mean, if you look at the stats, like in terms of shots, I mean, two, Cardiff only had thirty percent. Yeah, Cardiff only had thirty percent possession, but they had seven shots, sixteen shots in total from from Cardiff, which begs the question: Have West Ham gone into holiday mode already? Like they know they're pretty much they what they're one they're one point off the forty. You know, or, or two like, of those relegation spots are already gone. I don't know. I just, I, I think it's being playing. This my personal opinion: playing wisely, playing at home, playing Chicharito, blah blah. But we all know what Chicharito has been has been known for, and has been shown in his career coming on as a sub and hmm. diving. Okay, call cool, it diving Ole, for this game. Ole two point Yeah, and you've got an out of which signed. Fair enough. Maybe under duress or. No, I don't know why he signed, but man's not playing. What's the point? Did he just sign because you know they had a gun to set or what? And now he's on the bench. Play him in these games. You play. You've got Lanzini back. You've got your, some of your guys back. Play him and play your four three three system. You're not playing that or four two three one. Mm. Rice and Noble in the middle. Whoever Lanzini in the middle. Um, number ten, um, Anderson and Artovich and whoever you want on the right. Snodgrass if he's fit you know what I mean but mm-hmm. Antonio even do you know but he's decided to play Chicharito as one striker I'm like how's that helping you it's not you're going to lose 2-0 to Cardiff it tells you so you just need to take your head out your ass and do what's right for the team like Klopp should do with Shakiri. I'm wondering and maybe again a little experience various like Arnautovic isn't playing Carroll's not even making benches as well, and he's back and fit. And is he? Is he? Is he got a problem with his strikers? Is he beefing with his strikers over over playing time or formations or something like that? Because yeah, Chicharito seems to be the only guy in his good books right now. I don't know. Okay. I mean, even was it Perez as well? Like Perez, where's where's that guy? Like he never, he was never in the good books anyway. <laughs> but Carroll, to me, I thought he's not a Pellegrini player anyway. He just a. Uh, Put him in last, last, uh, last throw of the dice, and but he's not even doing that. He's a that's the way. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> really, he's not doing that. So he's not. Carroll was tipped for a move in January. He didn't go, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's not. He's Carroll's not. He's not good enough. He's always injured. So I wouldn't play him. But yeah, no. As Ben was saying, I don't know. I don't understand why um, Pellegrini's not playing the full, full shirt team when West Ham have nothing else to play for. So yeah, we think. They're kind of down in tools and yeah. and Pellegrini can afford to make these kind of foolish decisions and maybe he knows that if he wants to try and teach Arnautovic a lesson, he can without 
really causing any issues at the end of the season. But like, he's teaching himself a lesson. Like, <laughs> losing points on the road. Like, what's that all about? Life is one lesson to be learned. It's one big lesson to be learned. All right, let's... Uh, just below Cardiff. I say just below Cardiff. It's like 11 points. Fulham. Fulham went to the King Power Stadium and they were on the back of a 3-1 defeat. Um, nothing changing. Nothing changing for Fulham. Does this game tell us anything about Brendan Rodgers' Leicester? I know it's we're still in early days, but is there anything that we can learn? Is there anything that we can see coming out from this? From this game, Personally, from my what I saw, not really. I think Leicester are just doing the same things. Vardy, it's the only difference is Vardy is now not rejuvenated, but Vardy is now Trying. able to make his runs and whatnot that he's used. <laughs> no, no, he's bothering. That's yeah. what he's doing. He's new got manager, a new manager. He's, 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 he's putting himself. In, he's putting himself in the good graces, like he does with every manager. No, I think when it came to Claude, the system is similar, but not as, you know, the the um, counter-attacking was not as great as it is now. Even even if they're not counter-attacking, like when they get the ball, they're, they're, they're playing in a way that where Vardy's positioned, the back four are fully on him. Oli's the, the back two. Mm-hmm. So he's always able to make these runs. With Claude, well, the, way, the, the way they were spread out, it wasn't. It wasn't made for these kind of games. But it wasn't made for just passing the ball long to Vardy. Basically, yeah. he was trying to play some real football. And it didn't real work. <laughs> I just say this system is. It's, it's what works for Vardy, and he's your best striker. Play to play to his strengths, and it's kind of working. I mean, they've got Tielemans in there who's got an assist every game. This time he got a goal. Madison is back. I mean, Madison has been missing for maybe the last five weeks or so, or five games, should I say? Now he's back with an assist. Uh, I know he's only alone, but is Tielemann slightly the signing of the window for January? Because he seems to have been, he seems to have made an immediate impact uh, at Leicester. Um, I mean, yeah, now he's he's making his assists. He got his he got his goal, but even before that, his play, the chances he was fashioning, the the passes, putting players through, taking shots from outside the box, forcing saves. He seems to have really added uh, a new dimension to Leicester's play. Well, it's not, it's not a stranger to the football world. He's like, um, I'm calling him the Brian 2.0, but he's <laughs> kind of like that in terms of the shots he takes, the passes he makes. At the little and, version. And he's, yeah, how old is the Brian now? Like 27 or 20, something. Like yeah, that. yeah, something like that. He's 21. And yeah, he, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he's, still got, he's still building his game. And I mean, given the games he's played already, an assist almost every game, and a goal. So they should be able to. He's so probably is the sign of sign of the January window. Yeah. So one thing that they could. I said the season of the January. The, not not the season, bro. Not the season. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. But you know, um, now nah, he's done well, and I know the rumors are like it'll cost them forty million or something. But if they're not careful, somebody else might come in and take nah, him. They're, they're not buying him. Somebody, buying him. somebody else will take him. But you know, what about Scotty Parker for Fulham? Is it? Is there anything to say, really? Is there, I mean, obviously, they showed that they seem in, they seem a lot more optimistic in their play now. They seem to actually be trying, whereas before it seemed like they were resigned to defeat before the first whistle was even blown. But again, it's just another Don't loss. You, the whole thing of right at the beginning where they they messed up with the hundred million pounds worth of signings that That's messed up. Money wasted. They messed up with Jakanovic, and um, then Ranieri was never needed. Congratulations to him on getting a Roma job. But um <laughs> I got a job within a week. Exactly. Managed to get a team that is not only pushing for Champions League as well. But a bing but a Dilly ding dilly dong. But yeah. Come on, man. Scott Parkoff, he can't do no wrong, but at least they're not gonna there's nothing they can do for this season. But at least it shows that they're gonna they're building for the prem, for their championship next year. Yep. So at least they're going in the right fashion and that's the only thing that can that can that they can go for. There's nothing really to talk about for the. No, that's it. There's nothing for them to play for. So let's move on to the bottom boys. Huddersfield versus Bournemouth. Bournemouth two 0 winners. Did Siva not get the? Did he not get the memo? <laughs> did he not get the memo that, that just, the game is over? It's over for for, for Huddersfield. He's just upset, but no, I mean he's just optimistic. Like, come on, we can do this. We can do this. Or maybe he's just trying to keep his job. Show that I'm still passionate <laughs> about the job. So, you know, at the end of the game, I'm going to really have a little rant about, you know, whatever I thought the game should have gone, but... 
but he's so angry like he's angry like they're just one point off safety <laughs> and they lost in that the, 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 like the 90th minute by a, by a sloppy own goal just, or something like that did he have a show in his have a psychopath for his bipolar I don't know he does now but that's the thing he is like he's kind of coming off now a little bit like mm, bro there's something wrong with you <laughs> there's something wrong with you like you're getting way too hit up about this he's having sleepless nights man <laughs> so when the game comes it's over it's affected. why nobody's but they should be there in the sleep you were relegated pretty much before you before came. you took the job so you shouldn't be getting pissed but is he trying to overly show that he's still a, a rat well, so they keep him that in the maybe he's learned from Ranieri just keep showing that you're doing your thing if it, they, when they sack you you know a job you've been waiting for you around the corner sooner rather than later but you should show that it's not him innit the thing is all, all of this will make sense looking at next season mm-hmm. because we've seen quite a few teams that have been relegated and they <laughs> like, look at Sunderland they got relegated from the Premier League then got relegated from the Championship and other, other teams like Villa relegated and they stayed in Championship he wants to set an atmosphere that they're still fighting now. So when they go to championship, they're fighting to get straight back up. Mm-hmm. But okay. if he doesn't, yeah, if he yeah. doesn't set, if he doesn't set the tone right now, they will stay there because really and truly, Huddersfield are not a big enough team to really be bouncing straight back up. They're not big enough. So, no. so he has to set the tone right now. If not, they'll be in the championship. What could be fifteen years like, like Leeds before they come back up? Could be a long time. So he has to set the tone right now. Make a difference and let the players know exactly what he expects of them. And that's yeah, and that and that's exactly what he's doing. So as much as it might look stupid because the team that is already resigned to relegation, he's got to show some uh, yeah, he's got to shout about it. Fuck it, I'm not gonna miss them. Let's look at Bournemouth. Um Callum Wilson back, immediate impacts. Can Bournemouth get back to their early season form? Um, Frazier Wilson linking up scoring goals can they salvage a little something out from this seat for the for the final tail end of the season um, they kind of I mean watching the game Frazier has been quite a last few games for them and I mean this is how long has that, that run gone on for they lost away for Bournemouth they've had things like eight or something so straight games. losses yeah. away and now they've ended in I don't think it's a coincidence maybe because it's Huddersfield but at the same yeah, time it is. Wilson coming <laughs> Wilson coming back in <laughs> Wilson coming back in obviously helped it a lot because his movement his play was all good getting Frazier back in because Frazier seemed to work well off Wilson even in the second goal Wilson I'm not I don't know, I'm not sure how early he looked up but he knew to pass as soon as he got the ball knowing that Frazier was going to be there to tap it in but yeah like they got that good understanding yeah to answer that the last one in October it's a long time. Again, that the last away game. That was Fulham. So they beat Fulham and Huddersfield in their last two away games. Well done, guys. Like, you're really, really kicking on there. But as it sounds, when it comes to Bournemouth, I think they're more or less where they should be in the table. So, 12th maybe, if Everton keep floundering, we can maybe get to 11. But as it stands, I don't expect them to be any higher. I mean, yeah, their season's pretty much done. They know they're safe. They're not going to get dragged down into that mire. Like I said, there's only one relegation spot still up for grabs. And they've done all they need to do. Um, although... I think given how they started, though, they should have been high. I mean, with Wilson, the Frasers, the Brooks. I mean, even Ake. Ake's been shown... He's shown himself to be a very good defender. Ake's... Uh, you think someone's coming in for Ake in the summer? They should do. Technically, they should do, but... Not this season. Maybe they need to see more consistency in him, but teams like Chelsea and whatnot, they'll, they need to get paid. Chelsea back. want to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> if they could. Because they need a, it's, teams now need good young defenders to be coming up in their their squad, so it could be a good shout for any other top six squad. Okay. Arsenal included. I mean these are I mean teams like that I look at him. Alright, I got a question. What defines a derby? Just ran. I, I got from this the out same there. City, is it? That's what it should be a derby. Yeah? Is that like the dictionary definition? Yeah, they have to sure? be in the same city, and that's it. So Man United versus Man City, that's a derby. Arsenal versus Tottenham, Liverpool, Arsenal, yeah, Liverpool, Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, that's a derby. So can you tell me why the fuck the M twenty three derby is a thing? <laughs> 
That's Crystal some... Palace versus Brighton. Two teams that have nothing in common, nothing linking them, and it's a derby. It's a nonsense because of Terry Venables and the Alan Mullery. They used to be teammates at Tottenham, and now they're beefing. Well, they, they beefed over um, something they said back in the day, in the, was it in the 80s or something? Beef dead, and now these guys are holding on to them. Nonsense, man. Hey, Sounds like hey, some hey, Romeo and Juliet shit, some Montagues versus Capulet. Sounds like good marketing ploys to keep people interested. You know, it sounds like Patrice Evra versus this guy, um, his own teammate at Monaco. Now they're beefing. Serious punt like putting on Instagram, they're going to punch each other in the face. And What's that. this? You know, um, Patrice Evra is. Um, what, when he was at uh, Juve? Or? Now when he was at Monaco. Monaco. Oh, what is one, Yeah, one of his. Because, because of the United, because of the United PNG game, said that <laughs> Evra shouldn't have been celebrating in the. Because he's in a te- technical area, shouldn't be celebrating. And then. Does that the guy that was hiding from his wife? I don't know if you've seen. I don't, I don't, no, that's not, I don't know if you've seen uh, Figgy's thing. He said on the. Um, in, um, Everest Instagram. His wife is going to the shops. They like Everest say they'll punch him in the face. They'll do this. They'll do that. And that is the same with Venables and uh, Alan Muller. Oh. It's just nonsense. From I told this other dude because Everest can't reach many people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> So all I want to know is how tall is this other dude before he starts threatening to punch him oh, in the face? Oh, he says, I love this kid. And then <laughs> I love raw chicken. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the game itself. Yeah. Shout out to my man, Glenn Murray. What do you have to say about it, Flows? All right, no. Glenn Murray got his 100th goal. Did you see that goal? For the guy that nice age, goal, that is so a goal. Nice goal. Is it shit defended and, and goalkeeping or just... Very good. I mean, the Again, goal. it's both. Very it's a well bit struck. both, but Jeez. I like you. Don't take anything away from Murray for that goal. I'm not going to take anything away from him. But to avoid talking about him, let's move slightly to the right. Should what 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 do you think about strikers celebrating against role teams? Should they do it? Shouldn't they do it? it? Depends on do you your need that respect? Fucking celebrate, do, man. It depends on your respect for the team. Like no, if I played for a team for X amount of time and I scored against them, I don't need to celebrate. I'm no. like, I scored, I've done my part for my team. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I'm, need to be yeah. like, because the fans are still cheering for me. What am I yeah. gonna be like? Yeah, 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 I scored. It's not that deep. I I, I, at well. that moment in time, who's paying for you? It's not about that. Though. No, that's yeah, why you no, don't pay to celebrate. No, pay. No, who? Look, you don't get paid to celebrate. That's not part of your contract. You scored the goal, man. Come on. You don't have that's to that's celebrate. Go, you do. You look. Then your natural thing is when you score a goal, you celebrate. You want to like that's the natural thing. You want to celebrate because you scored a goal. How are you now going to dump into? Oh, I used to play. You moved on. You now look. Did he look at that goal? That goal. That's the thing. You're saying your natural thing is, but in that instance, maybe his natural thing wasn't to celebrate. Have you? Oh, I've scored a goal against my own team. Have you guys heard? this is quite a few years ago Talk Sport used to do a thing when they interviewed ex-players mm-hmm. the last question they used to always ask us what was like especially to strikers what was better scoring a goal or having six that's what they used to ask and the players used to at that moment the ones that had the permanent misses they used to stutter because they didn't, know, they didn't really want to answer, answer it but when they were pushed they'd say scoring a goal because they were ugly <laughs> and they knew that the sex was only because of the money <laughs> <laughs> scoring a goal was something that they did because people loved them for who they were so footballers on but it's just that that moment you scored the goal come on man like you see the way the whole well, so one. obviously they've not you had got... any good pump pum either like I'm just saying <laughs> yeah probably people that can't dance to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Glenn Murray's old as well he's not a young he's not a young buck he's not out there not make a name for himself. He's just like, yeah, it's good. Still, what, look, and that, that goal could be the difference in in uh, Brighton staying up. Celebrate, man. It's something. Don't just look. You you had a time. You were at, like the, the Crystal Palace fans. If you celebrate, they're not going to hate you more for things. They're not going to hate you. They will respect you at the end of the day. You did a job for them at the time what when the you were there. What are you talking about, bro? No, because the fans will cost anybody of football. If Ronaldo scored against United and he was out there, you know, giving it all that, you know, fans would be pissed off. I would be pissed off. Would you not? Yeah. No. Look at Di Maria. We always chant him and you're going to be laughing at us. Look at Di Maria at PSG. The fans didn't have no problem with him until he started acting up. 
No, no. And what? then they turned on him straight. The, f- the Man United fans? Yeah. No. <laughs> no we we're booted from the get go. Nah. But come on, wait, look. Ronaldo comes and scores at United or whoever. Like, at the end of the day, you've, do- you've done your job. If you come and score, look at Van Persie. Look at Van Persie. Van Persie used to get trashed. And then he scores, he's like, calm, calm, calm. And after all that trashing, the next time he scored, he gave it his all. It doesn't matter. Because, like, like F you guys, man. But then, but you, night, I came to minutes. your customer. I'm not going to celebrate. Look, I'm night, sure respect. Minutes, do whatever you respect, want. Respect, man. Respect, man. Respect. No, but that's what it is. It's just respect. Just show respect to your old oh, team. 90 minutes. Do what you want. End of the game. You go back to respect. Respect. Right. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to the game. Um, did the referee it. bottle... No, did the referee bottle... Red card. Early red card. Yeah. Oh, After 20 knock seconds. Um, the other guy in the knockhearts, isn't it? Oh, right. He gave that. He gave the. Yeah, he gave him a. He gave him a yellow. He gave him a yellow. Yeah, yeah. He gave him a yellow. Who was it that he? He's the guy that takes the penalties. Milovic. Yeah, he kicked him right in the balls. I didn't see that. That was bad, man. Jeez. Right in the what ball. What do you mean? But during game or like was he on the ground? After twenty seconds. After twenty seconds, bam went right straight in the into ball. Him. And the ref didn't see. Gave him no, the, the ref gave him the yellow. It should oh, be. It's a was, that's what I'm saying. I didn't see. Did the ref bottle it? The two foot tackle is twenty eight seconds. Like. Was it too early to give a red card in that game? Yes, no. It was, the referee it's bottled like it. too early. If, 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 even if it's a second minute. But that's my point. It should have been a red. Yeah. Did the ref bottle it because he thought that it was too if early? If he did, then yes. The, the only time I've Can't seen a red card shit. so quick was when Gerard got sent off. After, I think he was 28 seconds as well. But the only difference is he got subbed on and then 28 seconds later he was subbed off. Yeah, that was at the beginning of the game. But yeah, referees bottle it. And after twenty, like in, early on in the game, they don't want, they do not want to do that. So he should have gone. He, he should have been sent off. And then if he didn't get sent off, I mean, if he would have got sent off, then he wouldn't have scored that belter. Exactly. Top bins, postage stamp, whatever you want to call it. That was a great goal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why enough it was. Pop up, Morris type goal, cut in, cut in, bang. No, it was a great goal, and obviously it I won them the game. It give, and it it does give Crystal Palace like. The slightest of worries, not not too much. They're still like five points off of off of relegation, but it doesn't help them. They're now level with Brighton on points. Actually, they're only ahead on goal difference. But how how bad can it get for these teams? The only team they have to worry about is Cardiff. I mean, yeah. To be honest, I mean, oh, no, no, sorry. Cardiff, Burnley, South. I'm only just looking there. at the table now. They do need to be worried. That's what, five like points. Only, yeah, five points. Five points. Five close. Yeah, anything can happen. Man. I mean, they can't rely on Cardiff being shit because you don't know what Cardiff's going to turn up from week to week. I mean, yeah, usually it'll be a shit one, and we know most likely it's Cardiff getting relegated. But, but they still have Man City and Arsenal to play. The rest of the games kind of anyone's game, but. Those are two tough games, but yeah. Yeah, but I think all of the bottom ones, because even Cardiff have got Cardiff have got a couple guys to play as well. Um, they still got United, Liverpool, and Chelsea to play, so that's gonna work for them. I think Southampton, I think, might have the easiest running. Um, and they got Palace to play a game before last, so that'll be good. That'll be a very interesting game. Um, is relegation? Is relegation? Is it coming down to the final day? You reckon it'll come down to the I final day of the season? Yeah, it's going to winning today, Cardiff or yesterday. Mm. I mean, definitely it could do. But bottom, it's yeah. not so interesting. The middles, no, the shit. middle, the middle. No one cares about no the middle one cares anyway. But it looks like uh, it very, it very well could be a case that on the final day of the season, everyone's watching for who finishes first, who finishes third and fourth, yeah. and who finishes in uh, the final relegation place. It could be an exciting day. I would love it, absolutely love it. All right, Kev. If barely. Get relegated. Yeah, me too. I'd rather Burnley get relegated, to be honest. On to the fantasy football. Uh, obviously, it's coming to a head now, but it's still not too late to join. <laughs> Don't bother joining. You never know. Join it. Check out. See who's at the top. Maybe you've even got more points already. I'll tell them. It's me. As long as you oh. don't have over 1,700 points. Like, if you're below that, join. If you have more than that. Are you allowed to kick man. people? Hmm? you got to kick people, can't you? I'll figure out a way. I'll kick him out. <laughs> Come out higher than me, I'm kicking him out. Regardless of your points, Tally, the code to join is 686-834-151968. The winner gets a special gift from the BNA cast, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, coming out of your pocket. Um, this week, the points go to 5 Starish, the plaudits, sorry, should I say, the accolades. 
97 points. Mr. Pen. For Mr. Pen. Looped him, man. No, he did more. Captain more. Sterling on a random one. All right, fair play. Sterling, man. It's a good team. It's a good team. I went to see his, his psychic this week. But Sterling <laughs> cheated, though. He could have set up a Guerrero half of them. Stop hating, man. I should have set you, up a Guerrero, Guerrero Wait, not setting up a player is cheating now. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, you see, you see, like an F one where them guys overtake and then they get penalized because they Mm-mm-mm. they mm. got to let their te- their number one team let their teammate go ahead of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sterling should set up a Guerrero. Well, if I was a Formula One driver, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" And I would carry on. Fire me! I don't care. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't set, set my not up for let nobody. him score because I've got him captain, man. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, somebody who didn't have Sterling captained and. Did nothing. Didn't have anybody in his team really of any note. Is uh, the Unsullied with 29 points this week. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> 29 points when the average was 48. So. <laughs> yeah, you got more than half the average. As the way, hold on. As in Flo's done that as well before. Yeah. I don't want to say it. He does, man. Receipts. Receipts, bro. Receipts. Yeah, bring it out then. Bring yeah, it out. I'll find it. Wait, wait, wait. We're on episode 31 now. I swear it's like episode 23, episode 20, it. episode 17. I'll put it in find it. If that's the case, then fair play. That's why you're so far down the bring table. It <laughs> bring it out. Bring it out then. Wait, 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 bring it out then. The but until then, shut him out. Where's my light flows? Where you at? I go straight to the bottom. 12. Moving up. Moving up in the world. Well done. Well done. That one's he just surviving in the league, isn't it? <laughs> just a part. He's that Everton last time. Is what it is. Is what it is, bruv. Inconsistently consistent. <laughs> I see now. I see now that you're not winning. You're looking to before now, bro. You're cool. You're... So I'm what are you winning still... this year, though? What are you winning now? Coming third. What's that going to win you? Coming second or third. I still have a chance at the title, look. No, but what's it going to win you? He's you're not. He's doing Tottenham right now. He's doing the Tottenham right now. Yeah. Out of it, almost. yeah. <laughs> Carry on, my, my, team, my team's bottled it, but we're gonna have a talk. We're gonna bounce back. We'll yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah. I can still win this. Thing. All right, holler then. Oh, hey. All right, that's it for this week. Join us again next week. It's a shorter game week, but I'm sure we'll find a way to keep you amused and entertained. I've been flows. B and F, better no filter. Pochinegro in the building. <laughs> AKA Pochinegro. We'll see you later. Yeah.